Got it. Mm. Yep. We are on. We so, are live. What up? Not much. Just figuring out what we're going to do with this Real Folk Dudes podcast. That's what's up. All right. Well, do you want me to do the corny stuff to get it over with? Please. All right. Um, welcome to the Real Folk Dudes podcast. Um, I'm Jeff. Uh, on the other side of the country is my buddy Walker. You want to say what's up? Salutations, everyone. <laughs> he, he's a West Coast cat now, so cut him some slack. So what we wanted to do is uh, have a little podcast and uh, talk about the live action Cowboy Bebop series that will be coming out on Netflix this Friday. I think it's safe to say that the anime left quite an impression on uh, young, what, I guess, preteen Walker and Jeff. Yeah, I would say so. I'd, I'd say I know preteen Walker and Jeff, and I'd say quite a few Walker and Jeffs out there as well. It's brooding. It's uh, yeah, angry. I would agree with that. I would agree with so that. It um, captures, you know, the teenage experience and also a lot of other uh, perspective experiences too. Well, it's interesting. Um, I know the anime um, was heavily influenced by um, American spaghetti westerns. Uh, and you see every episode is its own story arc, but, you know, they would all contribute in the, you know, a slight way to an overall arc for each individual character and some of the characters that you actually just pick up halfway through the series. So, right. It has this beauty, like there, there is an arc going, but you can also watch it non sequitur and it's the way the show's layered, if you were just watching a random episode, you wouldn't understand the arc that was even going on that you might be, that might be in front of you. You would just see, you know, a great episode of something. Um, uh, and I remember the Adult Swim lineup in general, you know, we were about 12 years old. I think Cowboy Bebop first came on the air. It looks like September 2nd, 2001 is when it first aired on the Adult Swim. Really? And at that time, the most anime that we were getting you know, in middle school or whatever, we would be getting shonen type stuff. You're getting uh, Dragon Ball Z. You're getting, um, you know, regular Dragon Ball or Tenshi Muyo and stuff like that. So when Adult Swim came out and we started to get some more mature. I don't know if it's the most influential anime just because there are animes like Dragon Ball Z that are just more ubiquitous all over the world. And now Naruto is taking the helm of that i would say just for longevity uh, purposes if nothing else but when you talk about inspiring future anime uh writers and creators oh yeah it's hard then, to find an, an anime that's more artistic than what bebop was and what was it 26 episodes i mean it wasn't much how many episodes yeah it's uh because you have the the 13 episode arc i think represents usually like the length of one series Mm-hmm. when whenever they're they have the, don't worry we'll be back at the end of that 13th episode yeah they take you know 40 ep- 40 manga episodes mm-hmm. and then they make 13 anime out of it and that's one season so bebop was basically the equivalent of uh two two seasons i guess yeah. it's for hard anime find, terms it's hard to think of a uh, of any anime or any show really that has so few episodes with such you know staying power that you know that it stands the test of time it hasn't been readaptated since it hasn't been there hasn't been an extra season added to it there is one movie um actually a really good movie it's kind of hard to find um but there's not a lot of cowboy bebop content out there i think a manga that came out 
after the series was made, but there's just not for per volume. It's hard to beat Bebop. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, and we talked we talked about this a few days ago, but I mean the show the show itself only exists because of action figures. Yeah, incredible. The, incredible. the desire to sell those. And right. They they approach. Um, let's see. I wrote his name down because I wanted to be sound like I'm prepared. By the way, I, I'm not going to have all of the the information that you want as far as specific dates or guys' names. I'm going to butcher them. Um, but that's why they have IMDb. Like, look those things up yourself. But I do have the. Let's see. Watanabe was his name, and they approached him. And they said, "Hey, um, okay. we we don't care. We don't care what you write. We just want you to make a show." that has a spaceship in it and he said all right bet in japanese but he said i've always been okay on my last name i'd be okay that's a pretty good last name i would say it sounds better than walker marks yeah yeah um but yeah uh, let's talk about the music man yes so that would be that was composed mostly by uh yoko kano and her orchestras <laughs> And she wasn't even a she wasn't even a jazz musician. She was, I think, an orchestral musician composed for um, TV film. On every episode, you would have this awesome, you know, jazz or funk music, and it didn't really fit with the genre. It didn't fit with the the tone, but everything still just worked. It was like peanut butter and jelly are vastly different things, but when you put them together, it's beautiful. Right. Right. I wonder, it feels like a show that you, that they showed someone all the scenes and then they wrote music. Yeah. Everything they were doing. Yeah. Not just like they combined two mediums like you usually see. You see mm -hmm. an adapted song in a movie. This, it feels like you're, yeah, I mean, it's it's like you're kind of at the symphony watching the conductor and you see Spike run and then the music picks <laughs> up and then he's yeah. like, it, it's a... Uh, um, and I don't think that every scene was like that, but I think there are very crucial scenes that. Um, well, and it was always perfect because if it was like a chase scene, they would incorporate some sort of frantic kind of music. But if it was just the crew and they're bored or they're hungry and they're just sitting around a table, it would have the perfect just mellow mood that just it worked. Right. And for some reason. I mean, you can call me crazy. I could watch a 30-minute 30 30 episode of Spike and Jet and Faye just smoking cigarettes, just sitting there, jazz music playing in the background, Ed typing on a computer. I would like for, I would like for someone on the internet to go through the Cowboy Bebop episodes and take 30 minutes worth of footage of them smoking cigarettes because you probably have about three episodes if you is, is there a show on television that's ever made someone want to smoke a cigarette more than cowboy bebop Mad maybe Man. mad men yeah <laughs> it's like if you can't be spike you have to be don draper but those are the only two like nobody makes it look cooler than those two yeah and there i mean there's actually <clears throat> I guess there's some parallels to those characters, actually, but we haven't even gotten into that. So, <laughs> well, speaking of characters, I'm just curious, who would you say is your favorite character in the series? Faye. Faye, interesting. Yeah, I mean, everyone 
Spike is the first one I would say most people fall in love with because guilty. He's got, yeah. he's got most of the scenes. He's got most of the best lines. It's like, it's not a show where, I don't know. I, I think the rest of the cast stand out on their own to where if you polled a hundred people, I don't think you would get 95 spikes. I don't think you would get that. I think you would get like if Steve Harvey did a, a few <laughs> okay. poll or something like that, you know, Spike, think, Spike might get 60, 65 or something. I think Spike gets 90% or better of the people the first time they watch. But most of the Bebop fans are 30 years sure. older, like ourselves, who've grown up. We've watched it several several times by now. And the more you watch it, the more you, you know, you find yourself, you relate to to other characters throughout the series more. So I do think sure. that's that's something to that. Um, I'm still a Spike guy, but I do love Jet. Also, fellow bald guy, like the older I get, the more I start to look like Jet. So I do have to identify with him a little bit. I I feel like there are almost like tiers of characters in the show. You know, you have the core nuclear cast and then you have the recurring. Then you get the one off characters that the people that are just bad guys for an episode. And you have a lot of memorable one off characters in this show. I loved the rival of Spike, uh, the fellow uh, cowboy who was a terrible bounty hunter who would show up at the last minute on his horse and just ruin everything. I can still hear the whistle like in the back of my head. Like, what an amazing, amazing character. Who was the 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 child, like the childlike killer? Yeah, the, it old, was like a, the old man who hopped around and stuff like that. Oh, you're talking about, okay, the, the assassin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. he was a crazy murderer. Yeah. yeah, actually, probably he might have given. Uh, well, he he did give Spike more of a of a battle than Vicious. Well, yeah, because Spike and Vicious are even. Spike couldn't yeah. handle that guy. Spike got lucky. Yeah, that guy was. Yeah, that guy was gnarly. He was overpowered. I mean, <laughs> it's not. So we've got uh, the new live action series coming out. Uh, it right. looks like it's gonna it's gonna be ten episodes, one hour piece. So you're not going to have quite as much screen time, but you know, the, the anime I think was 30 minute episodes. So you're going to have a full hour to, you know, flesh out an individual story. Do you expect them to stick with that kind of spaghetti Western, you know? I mean, if I, I would, yes, I, just looking at stills, I would imagine that that's, that's kind of what they're going for. I mean, you said, we talked earlier a couple of days ago about, um, the Mandalorian, one of the the staff from that show, is working mm-hmm. on this show, and obviously Mandalorian had a lot of success. And Live action Critter- writer Christopher Yost worked with uh, Marvel, with uh, Thor Ragnarok, and he worked in the Mandalorian. So I mean, he knows what he's doing in theory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how much direction he has in the project, who knows? Obviously, um, yeah. but he's obviously got some kind of stroke to be there. I don't know how they're going to do it because I never, I never really pictured this ever working. Okay, so, well, what, what genre would you consider the anime? Is it uh, sci-fi? Is it action? Is it drama? Is it Western? Is it, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a... I guess it's like a space Western. I don't know if it's a... It does have spaghetti Western elements. Yeah, I guess my fear with with the show is capturing, um, capturing the combat. But you're going to have to remember, this isn't Dragon Ball Z. So it's not like they're going to have to really, for me, for it to play, they're going to have to do like um, 
kill bill type situation kind of cornball it up a little bit but i think creative shots can make it really good sure. because it's not an sure. action-driven show yeah, you mean you could you have the betrayal and the revenge elements of a Kill Bill. They're just going to have to do it differently. I mean, you can't have you can't have John Cho, you know, going Neo without. Well, I think in the first episode he goes to White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you know he hurt his knee in? I think it was his knee. He got hurt in production. So like they're clearly going for something. Like it's it's going to be a there will be martial arts elements involved in this. Which they should be. I mean, that's a that is a critical part of the show. So if you took it out, it would be missing part of the core. Sure. I will say something I'm not worried about, and this is just up to the script, but I'm not really worried about the common room scenes in the ship. They should be able to knock those out of the park if it's written right. That's not you're not held back by really anything. That's just the if you can um, write, you can make that entertaining. Because you have those decompression moments and bebop where they sit and wax philosophical and don't do anything action related and um some would argue those are the best parts of the show sure so it'll be interesting to see do they do they nail the combat they nail the action but it's corny and you can't get behind the characters or do they is it great writing and looks (laughs) like not not I always think of Dragon Ball Evolution whenever I think of like just a bad. That's, but I uh, mean, anime is rarely executed in live action in a way that looks good or I mean, it's just it's not been executed well. I mean, I can't think of a scenario like can you think of an anime that's been live action adapted that worked? Yeah, let's see. Ghost of the Shell didn't work. Dragon Ball didn't work. Death Note wasn't good. Um, oh, God, no. Full Metal Death Alchemist. Note. I mean, they're just not great. Death Note didn't work and totally should have worked. Yeah. They, but you're getting rid of all of the supernatural elements in a Bebop anime. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's on a T. So I have two questions. Sure, Do sure. you think that the show will stick episodically with the anime as far as are we going to see um, – the drug addict red eye mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cocaine eyeball man um on mm-hmm. the first episode are, are is every are we going to get the crazy lady with her seals are we going to get the uh harmonica kid that's actually an old man or are we going to get the blue socks fan uh, mechanic kid right are right. we going to get all right. these characters yeah you think so i think they're going to try to do as much as they can um with our episodes, I'm expecting, can you really do one bad guy in an hour episode? You know, when you could. It's going to be interesting. When, I would rather yeah. have 10 episodes that are all good and make sense rather than just slopping together a whole bunch of stuff just to do it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you if you want to do, what's it called, Toys in the Attic? If you want to do, like, some kind of nasty, you know, fungus in the fridge that makes them all sick, that's fine. But you're going to have to execute it because if you're doing it just as a fan service and it doesn't play, then. Yeah. And people also still don't know what the hell's going on in that episode. <laughs> so that's you know, just your classic they, random episode in an anime, like, you know, Goku learning how to drive, you know, let's just like mm-hmm. throw in something. Oh yeah. They all died. Okay. The nice. end. Yeah. You killed Kenny. What do you think about, uh, 
Uh, Vicious, how do you think he's going to look? Probably cooler than Spike. (laughs) 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 But but, he's he's supposed to. So if this works, the finale with the gun versus sword battle will be the most epic thing that we've ever seen. But that's a huge if, if it works. I'm keeping managed expectations and I'm just doing that. So I'm not going to, so I know if it's, I mean, I'll still get mad if it's not good, but it'll temper my temper. Yeah, of course. The way I look at it is it's either going to be awesome and we have something new to watch for years and years and years, or it's terrible. And we just pretend it doesn't exist. We give it the Dragon Ball evolution treatment. That's my favorite movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a great film. You really can't, there's no, there's no complaints about it. Sorry, I'm just a sucker for Emmy Rossum movies. After I saw Shameless <laughs> and Fan of the Opera, had to uh, had to check out Dragon Ball Evolution too, just for. Um, I mean, we've seen we've seen uh, a few trailers now. I think as soon as I would see a trailer, I would immediately text it to you. Hey, man, check yeah. this out. We've not seen anything in the trailer. I haven't. You can you know step in if you feel like it. I've not seen anything in the trailer that makes me think this won't be good. Everything I've seen says that's awesome. Music looks good. These shots look good. Now, they could just be showing me the handful of cool things they've got, and that's going to be it. Sure. But sure. I've seen nothing to temper my expectations so far. The very first, what was it? They redid the opening credits. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it, I mean, I didn't really know what to think of it. It was unlike anything I'd seen before, which so I almost couldn't like it because I didn't really <laughs> – I didn't really know what I was looking at. It's jarring the first time you see it. I didn't feel as optimistic after like the first trailer, like hearing them give their lines and seeing the transitions. Like I hope that it has other, I understand why that's in there. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, they're still trying to get, they're get, trying to get kids to watch. They're not making this for us. Um, Cause they know, know we're going to, they know <laughs> we're going to give them money anyway. So yeah. they're trying to build new fans and they're going to play to things that, you know, especially in like previews and trailers and yeah. like noises and shit everywhere. Well, in uh, the anime, the anime was just put on Netflix, so they know what they're doing. They're like, hey, we'll yeah. put out this live action show and then maybe people watch the anime, too, Yeah, which could be really cool, man. If this works out, then you have a whole new generation of people that will start watching a show that, you know, we've grown up loving. So if it works out they would continue the show. Yeah. Which that would be interesting. Is a, that, that's, that's an interesting thing. I mean, uh, that's really just contingent upon it. There's one man that needs to be there for it. And if he's not mm-hmm. there, yeah, no one's going to be. Well, yeah, uh, you're, well, I like you're to think that once you say bang, it's the show. end. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. I don't, I don't mind Spike not being in it. I'd rather Spike not be in it rather than retcon him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just I've I've heard season two's mentioned, so that makes me think. Well, then how's this season going to end? Maybe this season doesn't end where the anime left off. Maybe it ends maybe they in- end it at Toys in the Attic, and everybody thinks they're dead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have one more thing I wanted to mention um, before we uh, you know wrap things up. Uh, one of the things that I noticed when I watched the trailer, and I hadn't really considered until I saw the trailer and I heard them speak is after watching the show for over a decade, the characters' voices, 
the dubbing on that series was amazing. And that's coming from having watched anime at that age where the anime wasn't always quality, like or the, the dubbing wasn't always quality. Either they, the, the dubs didn't make sense or the, the way they would say it didn't really fit with like the tone of what was going right. on. Cowboy Bebop, the characters' voices are perfect. And what they say makes sense and it's philosophical and it didn't sound choppy. Um, when I hear Spike's voice, and it doesn't sound like that deep, you know, raspy, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. Jed or Faye, like in my head, they sound a certain way because to me, that's the best dub that I can remember. And at the time is by a mile, it was the best dub. Sure. Sure. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting in getting used to new voices, seeing new faces, but um, I'm excited about it. You know, I, I think it's a, a great opportunity to, you know, breathe some new life into something and like i said if it doesn't if it doesn't work out we'll just pretend it never existed i'm looking forward to seeing i don't really recognize most of the actors and i have i i've always found that that's a that can be a good thing sometimes i love nick cage and i love will smith but i don't want nick cage and will smith to be spike and jet because i know that's nick cage and i know that's will smith i want somebody that i can like separate and say hey this is Spike. This is Jet. Yeah. If they were going to do the movie, they were going to do it 10 years ago when they wanted Keanu as Spike. <laughs> Which, okay, I'd make an exception for Keanu. But 10 years ago, people were still making fun of him. Yeah. So ridiculous. I, I don't know. I think he would be, he would have been an okay Spike. And then uh, I always heard Bruce Willis as Jet. That could work. I picture Jet as a bigger guy than Bruce Willis, but he could still play it would have been a, probably a mistake trying to get big name actors to play these characters just the same as it is when you see famous actors do voice roles. Mm-hmm. And it's not always the best because they're not voice actors. Everyone on Bebop, they're voice actors. And I mean, Spike, we know him from a lot of different Funimation shows, Bay. They mm-hmm. look, none of them look anything <laughs> like their characters because they're amazing. So, yeah. Now that's that's yep. uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how they how it uh, how it unfolds. Uh, I think I've said pretty much everything I needed to say about this. Honestly, um, the only thing that now is just just watch the the upcoming series, and uh, I look forward to seeing how it's executed. I think if it's going to play, it's going to have to be artistic. I don't think that you're going to do it like going shot for shot with the series. I think you're just gonna have to take creative risks, and if it works, it works. There, I'm. I do expect some risk. They're going to have to change some things up. They're going to have to give something new to people and give old stuff to people as well. So um, with bated breath and anticipation, we await, I think it's Friday night. Friday night. Okay. Not Friday at like midnight, like the whole day Friday. It's like Friday at night. You know, I couldn't tell you the time. I just know that I'll watch it whenever I finally get the boy to bed. So (laughs) fair enough. When the house Um, settles down, that's when I'll try to watch. Yeah. I mean, once uh, my, my wife's been out of town for like a few years, so I've I've been able to to have a lot of free time. (laughs) That's good. That's good. All right. Well, um, let's uh, watch the first episode and we'll come back and uh, talk about how awesome it was. That sounds great. All right. See you later, Space Cowboy. Yeah, until next time on Real Folk Dudes. Bang! Three, two...